to the Muddy Puddle Teacher Podcast. Today, I've got the wonderful Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. And Hannah, you are the author of Climb. Now, I discovered this book, I think it was by Kathy Brody on Early Years TV. She was showing it on there, I think. So I got it from her. And I think Early Years Outdoors as well was showing it on her page. And I follow her because she's amazing. Um, so hi, Hannah. Tell us more about your fabulous book, Climb. Oh, look, thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's really exciting because um, we, we've just been having a little bit of a chat, haven't we? So we have. I've, been, I've been catching up about your exciting book as well. Um, and also just to say, I've got a touch of laryngitis, although I'm sounding a lot better. Earlier, I was sounding a bit like Marge Simpson. <laughs> hopefully, I'm not going to suddenly lose my voice. I quite like husky voices anyway. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> um so yeah climb is um my new book i got it uh, I, I published it uh, self published it under my imprint little bodhi books in november um it's my second book uh it's uh, my first book was conquer the chameleon and it was about talking about your feelings and climb is about difference and embracing your difference and um embracing yours and other people's differences and um interestingly when we were talking I found out that you are also dyslexic yeah. so um climb is very loosely based on my kind of experience as growing up dyslexic and feeling like I couldn't quite do what I was what was kind of asked of me but then yeah. finding my own unique way yeah absolutely and I, to I totally understand that I, I mean what I've got is I've got two very bright sisters one older one younger yeah. than me so they always found everything really easy really simple getting really frustrated with me that I didn't yeah and really dyslexia in my school like there was maybe one person that was mm -hmm. but because I was really chatty mm. I think I, people didn't really look at it that I probably had something like that, that mm. I was just lazy or I was just not focused or, mm. and I really wanted to, but yeah, it's, it was a difficult world I, I, when I look back, uh, not being able to achieve what the others achieved. I don't know whether you were like this, but I just started being naughty. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no, see, the thing is, I, um, but no, see, I wasn't naughty. There's a lot of naughtiness in me waiting to get out, but I'm a bit of a people pleaser. Um, but uh, no, I had a really academic sister as well. Uh, and my school were, you know, they were really supportive in that kind of trying to just give me extra English lessons and things like that. Yeah. But in terms of and, and, you know, I've, I've, I've done well and I can read now and, you know, my spelling is still atrocious and I st my right handwriting looks like it's a child's writing. But um, it's still what it what it did to me, like, yeah. in, like in terms of my self-confidence and my self-belief. Um, yeah. I think it I think it did have an effect. I always felt a little bit different. And um, although I'm really chatty and really confident on the outside, I often question myself and I do wonder if if my my learning had been nurtured in a way that encouraged me and and really focused on what I was really good at yeah would that have made me feel differently like yeah you know, and be really in, insecure and self-questioning and self-doubting and um so yeah which, which which actually made me think about about you and your curriculum and and stuff yeah. so um yeah I think we've got loads in common it's really weird yeah. well what you've done is you've applied all that 
experience that you've had at school, that feeling um, of not being good enough and not being able to achieve like the others do, because that is how you feel when you've got dyslexia. I mean, really, I, I've been researching dyslexia for so long now, and I've come to the conclusion that it is the fact that we are just teaching children, certain children, the wrong way. It wasn't yeah. that you couldn't ever achieve. It's just mm. that you weren't ever going to achieve from desk to board. Yeah. You probably needed practical, visual and fun things because you've got a creative mind. That's what dyslexic children and people are like. They're very creative. Mm. They've got to be thinking of really fun, crazy ideas all the time. That's just why a lot of entrepreneurs are dyslexic as well. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like I've applied mine into muddy puddles, um, hoping that I can create more fun, game-based um, educational opportunities for children at school. And you've done it through Climb. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? But yeah, I know, isn't it? We've put those experiences into something so positive. And I hope that's a good example to lots of dyslexic people out there. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted Climb to be, you know. So Climb is about this uh, little elephant who lives in the Congo Basin. Um, and they are, yay! <laughs> um, they are all judged uh, on on uh, that their worth is judged on whether they can climb or not and obviously elephants can't climb um but Hetty decides she is going to fit into that box and she is going to win the annual climbing test um and I didn't want it to be a happy ending when suddenly she you know wins the annual climbing test because that would be ridiculous she's an elephant um but she finds her own unique um way of of shining and and everyone learns to appreciate that and see that that's you know a pretty useful ability to have so um what I like about it is that halfway through you start to see her and I do I read lots of self-help books to try and get my confidence and my mindset right Mm. um and halfway through it you see her sort of like thinking about no I need to change the way I'm thinking this because yeah. everybody's telling me I should be doing this, but I need to be mm. thinking on my own feet. And there's this lovely line that I love. It says, it's simple and it shouldn't take a genius to see. An elephant should not be judged on climbing up a tree. And that's exactly what you're talking about when it comes to dyslexia, that we're judged on how to learn like everybody else learns, but we don't. And yeah. it's as simple as that. We're never going to be able to climb up that tree because yeah. we're dyslexic and we don't learn that way. We've got to do it another way. And I loved that line. It really resonated on me that. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's beautiful that she's sort of like decided, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm nothing like them lot. I'll do it my own way. It's like yeah. that, that kind yeah. of attitude. Yeah, no, Hetty is a little, I, I do, I do love her. Um, there are some subtleties, like I, I sucked my thumb for years and she... Oh my she sucked... goodness, I still do it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my kids I... off of it, you know when I'm really tired? Still have to suck my thumb. I know, but that's, it's self-soothing, isn't it? I'm and elephants suck though. their thumb to self, to self-soothe, yeah. they, they suck their trunks to self-soothe. Um, so that's kind of um little, little nod to, to kind of Hetty being me on the front cover it's her like oh oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh my children are gonna find it's hilarious (laughs) what is that oh my gosh I still yeah when I'm tired I still suck my thumb I'm not ashamed of it either (laughs) well see I always I used to for years and I I also had a sucky like this little old manky vest um, and it was my first, so I worked, I got a really big job in a TV studio as a floor manager. Um, and I took my sucky in my pocket yeah. and it was just hidden in my pocket so I could touch it as a bit of kind of <laughs> security. 
but I lost it and I couldn't oh, it was no. the first job that I had people kind of working under me and they were all old older than me um and I couldn't say look guys has anyone seen my banky piece of because <laughs> 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 I'm your manager but I still suck my <laughs> so I lost it and once that had gone I'd, I I couldn't suck my thumb anymore because oh, it, no, it, it came together right yeah but I do sometimes like when I'm feeling that that instant um security that it used yeah. to give me I do miss it yeah, um, yeah, I'm slightly jealous that you can. I play with my hair. I still, I still suck my thumb, but I play with my hair as well. That's kind of like an anxiety thing that I got when I was doing my GCSEs. They stressed mm. me out so much that I started playing with the back of my hair and still do it now. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> well there you go. <laughs> We're all unique, as Klein says. Um, so yeah, so you've got this book. Tell us about the other books as well that you've got. Okay, so um, I, I'm now also a trained person-centred counsellor and I work with um, young people. Yeah. Um, I've also got a three-year-old son um, and that was kind of why I wanted to start to write books that, um, that, that, that have those beautiful words and those messages that maybe I wish that I'd heard. Yeah. You know, not that just a, a prince is going to come and sweep you off your, your feet and, and that, you know, that it's a traditional happy ending and it all kind of goes right in the end. But like really exploring those um, just difficult topics and ones that often I was so Conquer the Chameleon is my first book and I was just quite surprised at how we focus um a lot of young people's learning around kind of, I don't know, all, all really important lessons, but they often get to my uh, clinical room yeah. and they don't know kind of how to self-regulate. They don't know, you know, you say, oh, how are you feeling? And they, they, yeah. can't, they can't even tell, yeah. tell me what they're feeling. They can tell me what color the sky is and yeah. what noise a sheep makes, yeah. um, but how are you feeling? absolutely no idea and I was a bit like oh my gosh like what what are we doing why why you know it's the hard it, we, we leave people just to to identify their own feelings but it's one of the hardest things to yeah. do and and left to do that on your own you can get into really negative coping strategies and um really negative thoughts about your yourself and yeah. and so working through those and just a really gentle introduction and uh, to those kind of topics I, I thought was really important um so conquer the chameleon is about um talking about your feelings and as well it has um activities at the back um yeah I like um, that you've got the, the same with climb as well you've got some nice activities yeah really so it's just it's just a gentle it's just it um uh conquer the chameleon it, it's got the my chameleon tree so what helps when I'm sad I mean I didn't know that at the age of 20 or 30 no. you know what helps me when I'm feeling sad no. and and so when you're feeling sad it's really difficult to then think oh well actually you know maybe I, I need to go and have a cuddle with mommy or maybe I need to do a, a, a picture or you know and and to just give them those kind of little tiny gems of yeah. information that they can then go back and use when they're feeling who are my trusted adults you know so who can you talk to who could so yeah it was just, just really really things that seem quite simple but actually I couldn't find really yeah. many places um great starting points you know as a parent myself the great starting points to just have a little think about that and go you know have you ever felt like that before and you yeah. know can you explain a situation where you felt like that before I mean they're the most beautiful conversations I have with my children is when we're yeah. talking about feelings and thoughts and things like that and yeah and, and often stuff will just pour out then and yeah you're like, oh gosh didn't realize all of this you were thinking and feeling 
Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and so these these back pages in both Hetty and Climb, uh, sorry, Climb and Conquer the Chameleon are just to just to give those um, initial ideas of different things but you can use them in any books like lots of lots of the questions you know oh how do you think she was feeling at that point how do yeah how do you how would you react similarly or um yeah so that that was my idea but um I've got plans for other books but um as a self self as you know working independently as a one woman kind of crazy (laughs) mother <laughs> um, I, I do it I'm, all machine. That's what I call myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got Conker's next next book uh, coming out, and that's um, coming out at some point this year. I'm just trying to um, work out when's uh, best, and that's kind of got a bit more of a focus on um, the five steps to mental well being, yeah. and also about kind of letting go of what doesn't serve you. Um, okay. So that's Conker, but he's got two little new friends. Um, and I've got another book which I haven't even got an illustrator for or anything yet but it's just I just it's my favorite yet um, and it's about a unicorn and it's about self-care because I the other thing I realized is we just you know we make it it's so important for children to be kind but then I feel guilty doing anything for myself like yeah. it's like I don't deserve anything and so you give and give and give until like you get laryngitis yeah <laughs> like I've got right now um but there's that still that kind of oh yeah. I, I, guilt what we have to remember Han, is that we're role models and I'm the same yeah. and we'll keep giving and serving to everybody yeah we're their role models and if they don't see us relaxing and us yeah. taking time out then yeah. they'll think that life's all about racing around at the fastest speed you can and getting as many jobs done as you can at the, yeah. the 24 hours that you've got. And it's like, yeah, it is important to just sort of show them how to look after themselves. And, you know, for me, it's like hot baths and it's like, you yeah. know, on the odd occasion that I ever get a spa break, <laughs> yeah. coming out the door, bye. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah well, nice things, cup of tea, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. It doesn't have to be, you know, long long thing I make candles and I love doing d- oh, doing that's that nice um because I love the smell of them and I love yeah. then giving them to other people gosh that's not really for me then is it but you know still I, I love candles I love yeah. them I've yeah them all over the place but I can't make them but obviously um, we're all about the outdoors and talking about self-care yeah. obviously the outdoors has a massive impact on our well-being straight away I did a full day yesterday working in the office I did full day doing all these videos or whatnot and I, I start I start to see my mood dropping and it's because yeah. I'm a really active person. I'm not used to being in an office, so I have to move. And I saw myself being like, oh, I don't know whether the people are going to like this. Don't know, just get outside, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So I went outside, I had a quick walk, came back, felt 100% better. And I suppose it's like, you know, sort of what you're doing about, you know, trying to get people to feel better about themselves. What are your opinions on going outside and how do you use it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I completely agree sometimes you know it gets so stagnant doesn't it at home it doesn't matter kind of where you are or what space you're in um just being able to I know with with my son sometimes you know when you're just like run like yeah. look we've just got to get out of the house it doesn't yeah. matter where we go if we go and feed the ducks um or you know just go for it you just getting out and it's yeah. being in nature I think there's something about it it grounds you doesn't it it brings it brings yeah. you back to yourself you're much more able I'm more able to kind of concentrate in the moment sometimes with yeah. less distractions you know you, you connect better, better as well with your kids don't you because I, I find that when <coughs> home, 
I'll find a job to do. And then, you know, the kids are playing on their own and didn't mm. And then I'll come back and play with them. But when we're outside, there's no choice. We're all connecting. We're all doing yeah. whatever we're doing outside, whether it's a walk or feeding the ducks or yeah. go for a bike ride or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's, that's us as well. Not the bike ride, though. My husband's a <laughs> bike rider. That sounds a little bit too active for me. I mean, I've got two, two dogs. Um, and in fact, I think when my fa- father passed away um, and I didn't have a son or, or my husband or um, just knowing that I had to get up and get out because, yeah. because of, because of yeah. Twiglet was... Yeah was oh that's a lovely name (laughs) (laughs) uh, he he feels very demasculated by it he's like come (laughs) on mom it might have been ripper or something (laughs) big little what's the dog called um casper casper's adopted i didn't name casper i would have called him something equally ridiculous but um um yeah so but but casper wasn't here at that time so yeah twiglet got me out and 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 it just yeah there's something about being outside yeah well um, for me it was um obviously I was struggling in school um and I the same was for me I had a dog um and I wasn't I just didn't really gel with many people at school I was a bit of a boy girl I liked hanging mm. around with the boys I found the girls too much drama it was always mm. too much for me so I never really was that girl that went out and had like you know play dates with the girls or things like that I weren't bothered about makeup hair stuff like that I was more mm. interested in going horse riding and if I mucked out the stables all weekend I got a free riding lesson so I pretty much did that all weekends but I had my dog and so I literally like looking back a bit all I did was go outside and that was what helped me get my confidence back from yeah full days at school that were just pretty miserable for me so yeah it's like that's another another avenue why I went down the muddy puddle route I think as well I think sometimes you do things that you don't really think about too much it's in your subconscious and it comes out in later life yeah absolutely no I I totally agree with that I I I think um yeah it it does doesn't it I I it's only kind of recently that start that I've started writing that I've started to realize what why I've got here and kind of what got me here and yeah um the process that I've been through and also having children myself you know and realizing kind of what worked for me and what what that's that's just craziness (laughs) well the the one was fine it was when Florence came along that life got crazy in our household (laughs) yeah see this is this is the same I'm I'm just at that step so I've got Bodhi and he is just my absolute world but I've also got two dogs yeah and Twiglet was brilliant and then I always thought one dog two dog and then I the second dog came along and it was not one dog two dogs it was like that it was like one dog 100 and they're so naughty together and they run off if I walk them separately they're really well behaved together they are just an absolute nightmare Mm -hmm. um and now I've got a a toddler as well I'm just like oh is it going to be the same (laughs) I don't know I mean it's, it's just crazy life isn't it now mine are a bit older so mine are five and seven now a mm. bit more independent I do miss all the baby stuff because mm. early years is like a big passion of mine but um yeah it's craziness but it's also wonderful as well the little one-liners they'll come out with and they'll just <laughs> sit down and say go do you know what mum I love you and you go all worth it kids all worth it being as I just got up at 5am that morning thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's crazy I mean actually a class of 30 is a lot easier than two of my own children so <laughs> really yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Mine don't listen to me at all. Don't listen. But there you go. Right, Hannah, could you tell everybody how they can find out how to follow you, if you've got a website, where you sell your books, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, okay, so I do have a website. It's kind of a bit kind of in in, in the process. Um, that's uh, www.littlebodybooks.co.uk. Um Mainly, uh, uh, Amazon is is the beast that uh, is is selling my um, books. I've got like lo- local shops as well. Um, I know um, uh, Babby Poo and Little Bup Bup were also stocking um, uh, my, my books. But um, yeah, it's just it's it's that Amazon beast, Get isn't on it? Amazon, that, yeah. That, um, that that it seems to uh, work through. Um, I'm also on Instagram, uh, Little Bodie Books, and um, at h.j.peckham, although I've been having an absolute, just before the launch of Climb, um, I just had a bit of a nightmare, um, and I think I'm still currently going through kind of problems with with, uh, Instagram, which is just... A real pain, um, but I'm I'm still plugging away, uh, and and in that triangle of pain, trying to get everything uh, working. But yeah, come and find me there. You go to schools, Hannah, because I know a lot of the schools quite like having authors come in and read the book and have a little chat with the children. Do you do anything like that? You know what? That because of uh, coronavirus, I haven't been doing that. But I am just in talks with um, three different schools, Ooh. so I will be going hopefully and and then yeah continuing to go into schools um I'm getting a little leaflet printed with all all my books and then also some some of the activities that are in the books on the back of the leaflet so so the children can take them home so yeah that's what um I'm looking to do this year Ah. is there an email address if they want to (coughs) inquire Yes, absolutely. Sorry, I've got this laryngitis, so I'm coughing, which is really not good. Um, it's hello at littlebodybooks.co.uk. Um, but yeah, you can find you can find all of that on on Instagram or on the website as well. Lovely. Well, thank you, Hannah. Thank you for your time. It's and been everybody, so go lovely. and get the book. Classes. Let's go and inspire the children to understand differences and to support one another. So, thank you ever so much, Hannah. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Come and support us at The Muddy Puddle Teacher. Head to the website www.themuddypuddleteacher.co.uk. Have a look at our online prices. You can subscribe and get access to all of our CPD training, our audiobooks, our podcasts, our webinars. Also, we've got our e-courses and our hundreds of resources to help you get outside and confident. We also have whole school packages as well. So head to the site slash pricing and you'll be able to have a look at all the whole school packages we do as well.